Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. How are you? What's the crack? Any news? These and many similar phrases are used as openings for a bit of small talk, which for some feels perfectly natural, but for others evokes all sorts of social terror. But is small talk really so bad? After all, without it, we wouldn't have big talk. News Talk's pointless yabber correspondent has been out having conversations with people about this. Good afternoon, Henry. Yeah, good afternoon. How's good afternoon. Crack? Well, yeah. yeah, sometimes I'm okay at the small talk and other times I struggle. For example, my local lollipop lady. If I'm with my child, it's all very chatty. When it's just me, we both get a bit awkward and shy. Uh, and, <laughs> I, 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 Hang on, where, where, what's the situation? Are you meeting her elsewhere? No, no, no. Or are you just having to be passing just, and she's... You know, that you'll only get out the lollipop for my son, which is fine because I am yeah. a grown man. Yeah, I, so, but you know. do you want to cross the road in these scenarios? Or just, yeah, just sometimes. I have to wait for the cars when I'm on my own. Yeah. But when I'm with my child, she'll get out the lolly, which is fine. I mean, okay. But, well, you know, just, will, yeah. and but we would have Is there a talk. reason why you'd be going to the school without. Oh, without, without no, I'm on my way back. Oh, right, so, I see. So yes, without the child, yes. I drop the child, yes, child okay. off. Yes, okay. Right, okay. But, yeah. but yeah, no, um, yeah, awkward moments at photocopiers and uh, it can be really quite hard. And I think it's back down to confidence and, and your mood. And for many, many p- people out there, they find it very, very difficult. Um, lifts or escalators are quite hard for people. I took the lift earlier in News Talk and I felt self-conscious. Um, so uh, three, please. Three, Hi. How is your day going? Grand. I'm starving. Right, okay. Uh, uh, oh, we're here, we're here. Oh, yeah. See you around. Okay, yeah, that was scintillating. That, that yeah, person was starving. It was a very um, quick lift. Was that and, today? Yeah, that was earlier. Uh, so he hadn't had his breakfast, uh, that poor fella. And, well, he was, I think so. I think he was hungry. And I was trying, but you could hear the, you could hear that awkwardness in the air. You could almost touch the awkwardness. But yeah, but in a, in a, in a lift, because, mm. you know, normally like yes. people, you know, if you meet someone and there's a bit of, you yeah. know, nonsense in talking, and, and then you'll talk. find something to talk about yes. kind of thing. But in a lift... You don't have the time, really. It's you're a very kind of short hello conversation. And then you're waiting for it to be over, and then you kind of yeah. get out again. And you've got to get that little tiny witty comment in. This is according to Teresa McCullum-Melia. She runs the Etiquette Academy, and it's about trying to be witty to you know overcome that shyness. But you know, if you're trying to be witty, you're already failing. I mean, it's just know, the hardest thing to and do. What are you going to say? What, what, yeah, it, you're you, going to have yeah. to have like pre-prepared guides. Yeah, but then yeah. if they're pre-prepared, they're, they're then not going to work. Awful. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, then people will be going, oh my God, Henry's getting in with one of his guys. <laughs> I'll take the stairs. <laughs> and I do take the stairs and you could so meet anyone. I normally anyone. take the stairs as well. Do but you? not because I don't want to uh, yeah. meet anyone. I just prefer to take the stairs. Yeah. Really. Do, you know, do you know when Ray Darcy used to uh, work here. I, I'd always meet him on the stairs because we both took the stairs. Oh, right. Uh, because, you know, which was fine. Wait, was but, he competitive about it? Was he was trying to, like, like you know, take three stairs. steps at a time? No, no, no. no, no like he, wasn't, he, he wasn't. He was very friendly. <laughs> and uh, we had our small talk on the stairs as opposed to the lift, even though we were both probably trying to avoid uh, small talk. But, but I, you know, but you meet people uh, and you kind of make small talk mm-hmm. about the same thing. Yes. You know, no, yeah, it could yeah, be so soccer, kind of more, or it could be yeah. rugby, or it could be gossip, it could be anything. But like, it, it, it is good to have a bit of small talk. Earlier on, I got a text. I thought this was fantastic. I got okay. a text from a PR executive, and she, she wanted me to get involved in some sort of campaign. And I said, look, I'll ring you back, I'll ring you back. So, so I rang her back, and I had a bit of small talk, a bit of banter at the start of the conversation, yeah. just to break the ice. And then she said... You're not Henry Shefflin. <laughs> and I, and I said, no, I'm Henry McKean. Uh, I'm not that all-star Kilkenny player. No, I'm, I'm me. And she goes, oh, sorry, I didn't want you. I wanted Henry Shefflin. And I said, well, 
You know, How, and did she apologize? She did. She said, I'm so sorry. But it was only when we had a little bit of small talk. She then copped yeah. that I didn't have a Kilkenny accent. Oh, and it wasn't Henry you know, Shefflin. Uh, Paul Howard, yes. Ross O'Carroll, has, uh-huh. has a great story about how uh, he, he gets a phone call. Yes. Because he's, you know, he's done all the Ross, but he's written a couple of kids' books. Mm-hmm. And then he got a phone call from someone saying, uh, we want you to be the... the um, uh, what's the phrase again? It's not writer in residence, but the you know official writer for a oh, state. Oh yes, yes. The, the, I know what you mean. The a uh, um, laureate. That's yes, the one. Yes, we yes. want you to be the writer, the children's mm. writer laureate for Northern Ireland. Wow. And uh, he says, yeah, that's great. That's amazing. And, and what would you need me to do? And he, mm-hmm. and and they go, will you go around uh, children's schools? And there was some kind of a. Uh, a, a fee. A fee oh, wow. That you got for it. And, and, and a kudos. And he mm. had, like, he had the money spent in his head. Yes. And then uh, and then whoever he was talking to, who apparently is a well-known uh, author, but, you know, we can't say their name, but mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, said, well, uh, and he said, well, you have to give me a bit of notice, obviously. And he says, yeah. why? He says, well, I'll be driving up from, you know, I think it's Wicklow he lives in. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, and he says, oh, really, Wicklow? Oh, okay, let me ring you back. Turns out there's another Paul Howard who lives in Belfast. Wow. He's an, an illustrator for, for children's books. I so you see. might have to ring a bank and go, this is the most embarrassing phone oh, call of no. my life. It happens. Unlike a woman that you talked yeah. to today, Brass Neckener. You're yeah. not Henry Shefflin. Shag off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least, you know, we, yeah. we got I, through it. I, I, used got to, through I used to get, to, like this yeah. years ago, but I used to get these phone calls every now and again. Somebody would ring up and say, mm. hi, I work for a TV production company. Yeah. We're, we're, we're uh, uh, in the development phase for this thing where we're, we're, mm. we're going to fly a present around the world to, to different places. Like a massive gig. Yeah, a massive gig. You'll stay yeah, in, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, yeah. So, and then they go into, and they'll be going, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they say, do you have Darrell Breen's number? Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was about. That's what it was it about. It was just getting just, his just, number. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, just um, to rub it in. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, I, I'm going to have to bring in Lorcan Collins here uh, from the 1916 walking tour. He has to make small talk all the time with uh, tourists and people on his tour. He gives us some tips. Yeah, well, I always take a quick look at somebody and maybe ask where they're from. And then I usually have something to say about wherever they're from. I've been around a few states in my time in the U.S., so I always know something to say. Oh, you know, you're from Portland, you're from, you know, San Francisco, whatever. Uh, I I think it's very important. I think you've got like about 20 seconds to get somebody on your side. So you've got to build a rapport within 20 seconds. Yeah, I always... I always feel that way. I feel you don't have you don't have five minutes. You know, you've just got seconds. Really, first impressions are so important. So, yeah, I'm quite used to doing a little bit of small talk on the tour. Obviously, it's you know we're talking about 1916, the revolutionary period. So you don't have to do the small talk. But uh, at the very start, you got a you got a few seconds to get people over to see uh, to your side. You know, are the Germans good at small talk? You meet all nationalities. They're not too bad, you know. I always have a bit of crack with the Germans. Like I think once you mention the war, you get you it out of the it. way. Yeah, you know, instantly. I always say to Germans, "Listen, thanks for the weapons because they sent us guns in 1916." So, like, you say to them something like, "It's rare somebody thanks you for something you did in your history." So, thank you for the guns. Out there, people who struggle—they struggle in lifts, they struggle at water coolers, they can't do the microwave conversation. Oh, what are you having for lunch today? They just feel all kind of a little bit icky. 
Yeah, well, you know what I say, uh, you know, as a, as a man in my uh, 50s, I'd be very careful not to engage, say, a young lady in her 20s. She doesn't want to have to talk to me, so I'll just usually take out my phone in a lift and just pretend I'm very interested in uh, something on an app because you don't really want to want to have to start chatting to someone who's a generation or two away from you. It's It's too awkward these days, so you're better to, you know, just stand aside and get on with the lift yes what are you young people up to these days it's uh, hard in a lift would be weird uh, yep. th- that, that clip you played earlier on uh, says uh, this person says he sounded awkward in the lift the trick is to ask a question then repeat back the answer e.g. when he said I'm starving you were supposed to say you're starving then say nothing else this is hard to do the other person now has permission to talk about themselves and people love to talk about themselves so if you said you're starving, he would have gone on at length about his hunger. Yeah, I, and I, I, I do have some tips on this Toastmasters say, um, you know, to basically to become more social, be a good listener, encourage the other person to talk, use body language to express interest in the conversation and know when to speak and to listen, something that I need to work on. You know, sometimes you're not sure, should you speak, should you listen and also be prepared. But how can you be prepared for small talk? You, no. you can't take notes. I mean, no. uh, then it just, it's just all if you don't, bit You know, fake. some people are good at like to have mm. that kind of memory. They remember the ki- you know, yep. uh, your kids', kids names, names or yep. something like that yep. and then, so they'll have have something yeah. to you know it's kind of local politicians uh, no and, and northern irish uh, or i should say the north politicians they um uh, remember your name and they they would put your name into the sentence a lot yeah uh, and, and it's quite personable but uh, yeah at the um, same maybe, time a little bit menacing. vaguely threatening yeah we know where you live uh, uh noel says say absolutely nothing in the left then just before the doors open uh, as you get out simulate a little fart leave them with something to ponder that would be great if you meet them again then uh, in the lift. Uh, somebody else says, my affair with a married woman started in the lift. No small talk needed. Wow. I wonder if there was kissing. That's interesting. Probably. Well, well hand-holding I mean, probably yeah, first. Yes, you know, to yes. kind of lead up to things. You know. into, but I did, yeah. were they just in a lift and she looked at him and then they Could were Could have holding, been a skyscraper they lift. They were holding it takes hands. five minutes to get to the top. It would be. That yeah. would be your mile high cup, uh, really, uh, basically. In, like yeah. offices, though, mm-hmm. I suppose, is when yep. would people struggle with it most yeah, in offices? Yeah, like I, we have a kitchenette here. Not quite a kitchen, so it doesn't have a door. <laughs> and I, I met... Even kitchenette is an exaggeration. No, well... <laughs> it's a corner. A corner. We have yeah. a corner. Uh, I met a big name earlier in, in the kitchenette in the corner mm-hmm. like a really big name I won't name the big name because I've learned that you're not and you talk to... big name or just an exterior yeah, big name yeah news talk big name a okay, household right. name uh, across okay, the so country like one of three people but perhaps that, yeah. maybe maybe two yeah um, and, <laughs> and very very warm <laughs> and I felt uh, hugely at ease uh, but then other times you meet someone and it's so awkward and just so weird um, I did get to speak to lots of office workers uh, mainly from a tech company which we won't name and a traditional office worker and I asked, uh, are you any good at small talk? No, I tend to go for the big topics. I don't like the small topics. It goes straight to the hard points immediately. So you really like big topics, stuff in the news, housing. Might yeah, talk about. I mean, we were just talking about piercings there. Piercings? You know? Yeah. Okay, so you're keeping it light at the moment. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> any tips when it comes to small talk? I'm very bad at it, so, as you can tell right now. <laughs> and is it difficult i mean it's it's a little bit awkward you might not have anything in common with this person you might not even like that person that you bump into in the stairwell or at the lift or at the photocopier yeah keep it to the weather at first and then go from there (laughs) uh yeah i think finding common ground is kind of a big one finding something that you have in common to chat 
chat with about someone and then you can kind of just get that, that bit of chat flowing from there, yeah. And you guys work in the same office, your friends? We do, yeah. You're on a coffee break? We are on a coffee We're actually engaged in some small talk here just as you came up, so yeah. You can't do just it. get to the point. Straight to the point. point. Straight to the point. And you can't talk about small little things? No. Have you seen the staple? interesting. Can't do it? No, sorry. Only if you've got something in common? Yes. And even this conversation, is it a bit awkward? Yeah. Should I end this conversation? I think it's fine. I'm not great at the small talk. I'm really only about big talk. I think. I don't know. It's hard, isn't it? <laughs> this is hard. Um, just basically, you talk about what was on the news that morning, uh, what's happening in your life generally, you know, uh, family, friends, that type of thing. Are you good at it? Uh, well, yeah, you have to be, you know, if you want to integrate within an office environment, you know. Years of practice. Right, okay. Uh, someone says, I met my husband in a lift. 45 years later, we're still going strong. Wow. So I, right I, I hope that's not related to that previous text I read out. <laughs> that, uh, this woman's just loitering around lifts looking for excitement. I always carry sunglasses and a toothpick so I can wear them in lifts to look cool and stop people attempting to chat to me. Oh, toothpick. Uh, yeah, I suppose they put on the sunglasses and then they use the toothpick. And then you can't talk to them because, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of disgusting. When everyone has filtered in, uh, in into the lift and the doors close, say, OK, now that I have you all here. No, because then, like, everyone will go, you're an arse. Well, the, yeah. yeah, they will give everybody yeah. else something to talk about as soon as you get out of the lift. Yeah, just take the stairs. Don't be that guy. I was, yeah, I would have thought. You know, yeah. I, I was thinking, though, that like you mentioned what we laughingly call the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's almost purposely designed to make people awkward. Is it? Because, you know, you notice it because it's yeah. so small. You could maybe fit, yeah. you could fit two people in there. But even if you, like, yes. during, like, you know, the news at yeah. three o'clock, I'll be going in to make a cup of tea. And if there's somebody in there, I'll just work around them. But they instantly It's smaller than a lift. Because I don't yeah. have the time. But but uh, yeah. to be waiting for... But normally people wait until the person is mm-hmm. finished. Because if you go in, you're... Sorry. Yeah. 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 You almost and have so a relationship if you're, you're in you're, there. Oh, you have to get engaged yeah. if you're in there for longer than five <laughs> seconds. So, the, like, the, it, so it makes people awkward. Mm. Those kind of... Inc- so lifts that do the same thing. Yeah. No, that's so true. I mean... It's too physically intimate. Our kitchen, you know, in 2017 with the whole Me Too movement could have got us into a lot of trouble. Could have. Thank yeah, goodness absolutely. we moved on from that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but yeah, taxi drivers. Um, no link with taxi drivers. And the <laughs> um, yes. Not at all. Let's just say that. Um, but yeah, it was um, an immoral for worse worse segue. <laughs> no, absolutely. But yeah, no taxi drivers. They're really up against yes, it because course. you know they have to judge. Should yeah. they chat? Should they not chat? Do they want to be friendly? They might be in a bad mood themselves. It's hard. Uh, do, you know, do they make small talk? I met Kenneth um, Denny um, at a taxi rank, and he says it's all about getting that balance right. Well, you just gauge with them. You ask them a few questions, like where they're going, and then the small talk is, "Do you have a have a nice day?" or "What's the weather?" What's the they generally talk about the weather and what have you, you know? So most of them are in the back now. You get if there's four, one gets in the front. But um, and when they're in the front, do you mind them in the front? Not at all. I don't mind them. Once they get in the car, <laughs> once the car's full, and they're chatty. When very they're... chatty, yeah, yeah. Particularly the Americans. Um, Americans are very chatty, yeah, and they like yeah, they're at they're kill telling you that. Uh, you know, they have relations here and they're going to meet them and, you know, their grandfather left here years ago and that kind of thing. But, like, there's always a good rapport with the Americans. They're, they're very good, like, you know. And how do you know when it's best not to say anything, when to just remain quiet? You can gauge it, like, um, so she got in, um, could you lower down that radio, close the windows. Really? You know, yeah. In can you get words, rid of the, that air freshener? It's not good for me sinuses. 
you to get rid of your air freshener. Air freshener, it's not good for the sides. So what did you do? You know the Christmas tree things? Did you have to put it in the I, I took it down, I put it in the little pocket here. Yeah. You know? So, wow. like, you just try and please them, you know? What can you do? <laughs> you know? So. And any tips out there for people who do struggle with small talk? Um, no, just run with it. Like, um, if, they're, if they're willing to engage, um, th- there will be a conversation, you know? But if you, you can get, like, you generally gauge it when they don't come back with something, if it's something, yeah. Uh, they're short. Like you, yeah, like, if you come back and you say, yeah, you're having a good day, yeah. You leave it at that, you know? And then if they want to talk, generally, during the, the, if it's a distance journey, they'll, uh, how, how was your day? And then you'll strike up a conversation that way. Like, you and know? do you like an awkward silence? I love an no, awkward silence. I don't, know. I'd, I'd rather be talking, like, you know, to be honest with you, you know? Right, there you go. Now, in fairness to him, he, mm-hmm. you know, he is the cop to know if, they're not, if they don't feel like a chat. That, yeah. you, know, when, you know what's the worst with taxi drivers? If the taxi driver says... See this roundabout up here, you know, and then there's a big rant about something mm. trafficy, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, I don't know. And obviously it's of concern for yeah. them. It's their daily job. But for but you, it's I, I just, just banal. Like, yeah. Well, mm. I just don't care. It's not yeah. just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's hard you know, for them. And it's, it's like yeah. saying, you know what? I have a huge wash waiting for me when I get home, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, to a taxi driver. <laughs> I do actually. But, uh, you know, the, the, it's, it's. Yeah. It's so kind of specific to a person I, I, that you yeah. go, yeah. I, and you can't relate. Yeah. And sometimes taxi drivers, I'm convinced, some, some taxi drivers got the job just because they want to chat to people. Maybe they were a little yes. bit lonely and they just they just want to chat. But you know something, Sean? I love an awkward silence. I actually enjoy an awkward silence. I know on radio it doesn't work that well because it's just mm. dead air. But I do actually love a bit of dead air, to be honest. I just like awkward silences. I know, is that odd? Do they have to be awkward? Though. Well, no, I mean, I sometimes just like a bit of silence too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, I, I could sit down with my wife and she could read her book or I could read the paper and mm. we might not chat and one of us might interrupt each other and be like, you've, you've interrupted me, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is hugely um, healthy. But, but uh, you know, I got to chat to Irish people, people from around the world. And also I got to chat with Americans and I asked, are they chatty? Can you do small talk? Oh. You can't do it? Oh. Anything at all out of you? Oh, thanks. You're Spanish. Do you do small talk? We do, we do as much talk. We do, we do quite a bit of it. And what do you talk about? Uh, anything at all. The weather, the sports, anything. And women. And the ladies as well? Of course. Why not? And what is small talk in Spanish? Is there a translation? Conversación banal. Banal, conversación banal. So, trivial, trivial. Trivial, banal. Yeah. Conversation. Exactly. exactly, that's what it is, yeah. I just kind of panic and then words start coming out so I don't really have any tips or tricks for anyone it's just like people have said to me oh yeah you're quite good at small talk but like right now it just keeps happening it just just flows out out. and it could be anything 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 at all (laughs) and you're naturally good at it but you do it because of nerves you want to kill that silence yeah that kind of awkward silence I think it comes from working in retail for so many years as well it's just like you're just good at talking and working in retail you've got to be friendly don't you because you you're trying to, be, to yeah. sell yeah that's it yeah you have to be and you have to keep upbeat and like smile away and, and are you told by talk. the manager to, to, to smile and keep upbeat or you just do it yourself well like at the start when I was younger when I first started working in retail yeah that was it but now it just happens naturally it just flows out now and what do you talk about with them weather life Sometimes it can get quite deep because I'm that bit more friendly. So, so yeah, people start offloading. Like, really? I don't know, like naturally. A, like, like a counsellor. Literally, like I could be waiting at the bus and someone's telling me about their hardships in life and I'm like, oh, okay. I just kind of let them do most of the talking. Are you any good at small talk? I'm really bad at small talk. I never know what to say. My brain just goes blank. 
There you go. Sorry, I was. Uh, um, we were enjoying a moment of silence. There, yeah, and, and our brains uh, went blank. Uh, yeah, well, I was. Uh, our brains went blank as well. The, th- the other thing, though, mm-hmm. is that you didn't meet. Did you meet anyone who said they were good at doing small talk? Because it shouldn't be something we're ashamed of. But yeah. it seems like it means you're a trivial person. Yeah, no, I think it's it is. It's a, it's a great thing to be able to do to make a conversation with anyone at all. I did. I mean, that lady there uh, that worked in retail. Mm. She's got good at it. She does admit it used to be verbal diarrhea, but she's got really quite good at actually making proper conversation. And I think small talk is incredibly healthy. It can lead to, as you say, a lover. It can lead to friendship. It can help in the workplace. I think it can be fantastic. It's a great skill. And, yeah. and like, there's nothing wrong with, you know, it, it's banter. It's banter and it's just a bit of fun. And if we take the dictionary, they're saying it's polite conversation about unimportant or uh, uncontroversial matters, especially as engaged in on social occasions. So it's great at parties as well. Yeah. Very handy at parties. Uh, someone says, if someone starts off by telling you, come here to me now, you, you, you know what I'm going to tell you, you're in for it. And if after 10 minutes they say, well, long story short, start to run away. Uh, Cormac says, I remember working with a South African chap who found it really annoying when people would say something like, it's a lovely day, isn't it? He'd always respond with, so effing what? I would literally hide from him because I knew I wouldn't be able to not talk about the weather, uh, uh, says Cormac. And uh, that woman, uh, and I assume it is a woman uh, who texted in earlier on to say she met her husband uh, in in the lift, she said, uh, 45 years ago. Uh, she says, she texted back in to say, uh, back then he looked like Jesus, now he looks like Buddha. Wow. Wow. So there's a change from one wise man into a, <laughs> yes. a cuddly wise man, so to speak. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 pm with Anna Glaze on News Talk.